We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hi, I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And hi, I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And this is Unveiled, your little black book of weddings. Let's get you guys hitched. G'day, Luce. Hello, Eddie. How are we going? Yes, good. How are you? Yes, good. How did you spend this morning? Um, with you and yep. Hudson and, and we usually go and sit on the grass in the sunshine, what, go for a swim, get what, a coffee. Yep. And what coffee did you have this morning? What I always have. Well, that differs day to day, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. I've been on a regular, a regular long black with a with a dash, dash of, of cream. cream. <laughs> I'd love to know from I've the listeners. I've started BYOing my cream. Oh, yeah. I'd love to know from the listeners or just from if there are any baristas out there, is cream a necessary thing to be carrying at a cafe? Because I get really reluctant. Eddie doesn't order my coffee. I don't want to order Lucy's coffee, order coffee because I just don't feel like a dash of cream <laughs> is something that a barista should be carrying. It's either milk, get whatever milk you want, or I just don't know if there's... Okay, Eddie, what do you have for your coffee? <laughs> I'll just get an oat flat white. It's pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much is like, what does your coffee order say about you? Lucy is difficult. Eddie <laughs> is a simple man. <laughs> anyway, what, are, what have we got Moving today? on. You really need to stop having stabs at me. Sorry, sorry, I feel sorry, like yeah. our listeners are probably like, does Eddie even really like Lucy? I think he just makes fun of her. <laughs> I love making fun of you. It's, I know it, you do. Everyone does. Interesting. <laughs> it keeps your, your end of the relationship interesting. Anyway, I like my coffee. Don't knock it till you tried it. And also, PSA, I've started carrying my own cream. Doesn't milk so you don't come... actually have to order the isn't, cream with the coffee yeah, but isn't cr- milk no, the exact same ingredients no. as cream i'm pretty sure it is yes i could be wrong but it's cream is a bit more dense than milk milk is more watery oh, i would say dear. and it tastes different i find okay is there anyone out there that has cream in their coffee please let me know All right. i'm gonna put it on our instagram story and then next week We'll chat about this because I feel like there's more people out there than what you think. <laughs> anyway, Moving on. today's episode <laughs> is with the beautiful Grace. Her and Angus got married four weeks today, actually, at the Vine Grove in Mudgee. I, was, I had the pleasure of capturing this wedding. Let's hear from Grace on how her stunning day came together. How long? Had you and Angus been together before he proposed and did you find the proposal a surprise? Yeah, well, we'd been together for t- just over two and a half years. I knew it was on the cards, but the day he proposed, it was definitely a big surprise. We, I mean, it was March 2020. It was just when COVID had really kicked off and we'd actually just moved back from Japan, we were living in Japan with Gus's rugby career. And so I had just always said to friends, you know, we'll get engaged, but there's no way he'll be able to organize a ring from Japan. (laughs) And then, you know, throw COVID on top of things. I said, no, well, he wouldn't be able to organize a ring during COVID. So I just, you know, didn't give him enough credit. I should have given him more credit because he did organize a ring and he was actually supposed to propose in Japan. Um, And then when COVID happened and we moved home, he organized it out on his family's property in Kaura 
and it was like the most awful day blowing an absolute gale it was freezing and he was like we're gonna have a bonfire I was like okay that's random like it's the most awful day um but I just went along with it and drove up to the bonfire and yeah he proposed there and then surprised me with both of our families coming down to Kara so it was the best day better than Japan it's all coming back to me now Grace I remember at your wedding, I think it was was a Gus's dad that said that, yes. you, that you yelled at him that <laughs> that night because you was like you were like no I don't want to do that. it's freezing outside it's shit yeah day. and he was he was like you're doing it and I was like oh my god he's never yelled at me in my life I was like okay so I was just doing what I was told on that day I was like okay I'll go have a bonfire in freezing cold weather <laughs> that's so good go Gus well done he did well yes. he did really he well. sure did. <laughs> and how did you find the wedding planning process did you enjoy it yeah I mean I felt like I kind of had two processes because I when I first got engaged I was super excited you know had all the wedding magazines would trawl through Instagram day and night looking for inspo you know and I got pretty organized and booked all my vendors in a knowing, you know, that COVID backlog, I was planning for a year and a half away from when I got engaged the first time. So I booked everyone in and I really enjoyed that process. Um, And then when we postponed it the first time, I did kind of struggle to get back into the groove of planning a wedding again. And to be honest, if you speak to any of my friends, I was kind of hating it. Like I felt like it was like a school assignment and I was doing it all by myself because my other group member, Angus, was not helping me. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was just really like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I wish we'd eloped, you know, some of my priorities have changed. And then about a couple months out when everything started coming together, you know, I finally got to see my dress all together. I saw all the stationery come back and started speaking with all my vendors again because it had been such a long time since I spoke to them. Then I got super excited again and was like, no, nah, I love this. This is this is lots of fun, you know. So I feel like I had a bit of a journey along the way of the, you know, the wedding planning process. But overall, I came back to it being a really enjoyable, you know, enjoyable time. Yeah, look, I, th- I think it hindered a lot of, a lot of people's journey that, Hot, like COVID just constantly yeah. pushing, pushing things back. And it, I mean, it does become a little bit of a mundane thing when you, you kind of like excited moving forward, lock that in. And then it's like, oh no, 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 that's, we're going to yeah. stop you there. You're going to have to yeah. really think about that in a few months time or a few years or whatever. Yeah. Plus when you got engaged, were you, were you pregnant then? Oh, no. It's going to come up in the next oh question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And moving on to the next one, Uh, did you and Angus face anything unexpected during your wedding planning process? Yeah, apart from a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were pretty lucky in that COVID, like, wasn't really the reason we yet postponed our wedding. It was was that I found out I was pregnant um, in January of 2021. So that was, yeah, a good couple, you know, I got engaged in March 2020. So... As soon as I found out, yeah, that kind of definitely threw a spanner in works because we we weren't trying. And I just the first thing I thought it was, oh shit, the wedding. <laughs> the wedding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, lucky it was, you know, we were supposed to be getting married in um, October 2021, so it was still a good, you know, long way out that I could message all my vendors and be like, hey, like this is the situation. 
And I knew I wanted to be at least, you know, one year postpartum before I was getting married, just, you know, for my sake, but also so that our daughter, you know, could be a part of it and um, wasn't just a little, little tiny bubba. So we just moved it a full year from our original date to October 2022. <laughs> and luckily we were able to move all our vendors across and that was a very seamless, um, yeah, moving it all across I think because it was so far out but yes no that definitely was not on the cards (laughs) such a good little hiccup though and also like how special is that having Matilda there I mean she was she just looked so adorable she stole the show and she knew what was going on because if we hadn't have postponed the wedding due to me being pregnant that weekend we were supposed to get married was like the third wave I think in October where Mm. everything got locked down so we would have had to have cancelled it anyway so we we say Matilda had you know high plans she knew what she was what she was doing so you know it's always and it was nice because Gus and I had always said you know Gus wanted kids right after we got married so it was nice we didn't have to like kind of postpone that because we were waiting for our wedding so we just jumped the gun a bit and yeah it was so special to have it there on the day (laughs) well it all all worked out for the best and I'm so happy that all your vendors were accommodating too that's that's good to hear I mean just uh, I will ask Grace um, and you don't need to name any names but were was were all your vendors accommodating in that situation yeah, I think because they had all their kind of plans in place, you know, cancellation plans and um, in place because of COVID, no one, I did try to actually cancel it and just say, you know, is there any possibility to cancel or will I lose my deposit? And most of them had said, you know, if you cancel, you lose your deposit, but if you move it to another date, there's no there's no change, yeah. you know, no added price or anything. So, I just... I just moved it, but no, they were all they were all really really accommodating, and I think it was probably because it was you know a long way out from the wedding, um, and they'd done this and had their plans in place mm. with with COVID. I can't imagine what would have happened if it was you know a month or two out. Yeah. Probably would have been a different story, but I was pretty lucky in that it was still a long long way away. Good, yeah, good, good. And you got you guys got married at the Vine Grove in Mudgee. Yeah. What made you decide on this venue? Yeah, well, we both are from the country, so we really wanted to get married in the country. Um, but all our friends, and we, we also live in Sydney, we wanted it also to be like a weekend away. We wanted our guests to, you know, come come to someplace for a whole weekend and it make it, you know, a big festivity for a couple of days. So we knew we wanted to go somewhere outside Sydney and we love Mudgee, um, just the wineries and it's just such a cute little country town um so we went and had a look at a few venues around there and we'd heard about vine grove just being the best venue in mudgee just it was spectacular and sarah who runs that runs it is just make sure everything just goes so smoothly like i couldn't have asked for anyone better on that day she just knew what she was doing and um we knew we wanted to bring in our own alcohol and have some fun spirits and cocktails and, you know, Vinegrove lets you do that. It's essentially a blank canvas and then you just bring in all of your own vendors. So they've got the marquee and, and you choose everyone, which meant that we could really pick, you know, what wines we wanted, what caterers we wanted, um, everything. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great venue. That's really them. good too because it's a vineyard, a lot of vineyards, actually yeah. I think restrict you to their wines is that right yeah. to say yeah yeah so yeah. it's not 
my understanding is it's not a working vineyard in that I think when if they make their their grapes they sell it to other winery makers so they they are just a pure pure um wedding venue spot and Sarah actually she says she doesn't she only does one wedding a weekend, so it's yours for the whole weekend as yeah, well. Beautiful. That's another big thing for us. We wanted to be there the Friday night for a rehearsal dinner, the Sunday for recovery breakfast, um, and so it meant that we didn't have to leave. And another important thing for us was having been to a few weddings, we wanted to the guests to arrive and then not leave you know, we wanted the ceremony mm. to be in one spot, then walk to the reception area. You know, you didn't have to get on buses and go in between places. It was just you, you turn up and the day really flowed. It had different areas for each of the, you know, the ceremony and the reception. So it made it feel like it was a different spot. But, yeah, it meant you could just relax and really enjoy the day and, and not move around too much. It makes such a difference, doesn't it, if you have that ability to have a yeah. venue that offers all of that in one place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's Sorry, did you say the um, marquee was permanent? Like, was yeah. that already there? Oh, great. That's yep. awesome. That's Marquee's so good. There. Sarah does all of that because we originally actually wanted to get married on my um, on Gus's property in Cowra, but I looked into ordering the marquee, the portaloos, down to the cutlery yeah. and the napkins, and I thought, <laughs> oh, my gosh, this is just so much. So we found Vine Grove, which basically had all of the little nitty-gritty stuff that I didn't want to have to organise, like chairs and seating and toilets, but I could bring in everything else. Yeah, great. And there's also plenty to do for your guests in Mudgee too, staying for the weekend. Yeah. It's such a cute yeah. little country town. A lot of my friends took off like a day of work and did like the wine tours. And, oh, and, awesome. Yeah, so they really made a weekend out of it, and that's why Mudgee, yeah, I think is – it's so great if you can do that, make a big bit of a, you know, holiday but also wedding out of it. It's really nice. I hadn't never been there until oh, your wedding funny. and I was, I think I said to a few of my girlfriends, oh, I'm shooting a wedding in Mudgy this weekend. A lot of them were like, oh, my God, have you been? you got to go do the wine and blah, blah, blah there. And I was like, oh, this place is, sounds like a good time. So yeah. I need to spend yeah. a bit of time. I yeah. love wine too. So <laughs> yeah. you yeah. had me at what, wine. <laughs> yeah. And that's what like was really important. Like I wanted to pick the wine. That was actually a really yeah. important thing. Like yeah. I, we went and tasted all the wines that we got and I was able to bring in, even like down to like the Hendrix gin and tonic we could serve, which was really important oh, to Gus beautiful. and I. Um, it meant we could just buy the bottle at Dan Murphy's and there was no cork. Like, that great. was a big thing, a big draw card for us for Vine Grove, just like yep. bringing in all our own grog, you know, saved us some cash, but also meant we could make like the wines a bit personal and the drinks we serve a bit personal as well. I should have put that in the questions for you, Grace, actually, because Eddie would have really appreciated that. That's the my favourite drink. Yeah, but you should hear the story behind the G&T. <laughs> oh, really? It's actually really cool. Grace, do you mind We've sharing that with us? Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah, on our wedding day, we specifically after the ceremony had a Hendrix gin and tonic with cucumber um, served and it was – um, when um, Gus and I first met, we were on our first date and we'd known each other for about an hour and he, um, <laughs> he'd said, oh, I'll, we're at the bar now, so he was like, I'll get you a drink. And me being cool was like, oh, you know, I'll just have like whatever you're drinking, thinking he'd come back with like a beer or something. And he came back with a Hendrix gin and tonic with a cucumber and cracked pepper and proceeded to tell me how this was his favourite drink and he had to specifically ask for the cracked pepper <laughs> because it brings out something, I don't know. And I genuinely thought I was being punked because <laughs> – that's my favourite drink, like, of all time. And really? How cool is oh, that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Kind of, um, 
you know, I just my I think my jaw my jaw hit the ground. I just was like, oh, so not, mate. Not many, <laughs> yeah. not many people come back with the Hendrix gin and tonic with um, with yeah. cucumber. So I was very very impressed. The signs but, um, were good early. Yeah, and yeah. also like the cracked pepper. I've never heard about that. It's a, it's a big gin. Yeah, I'm going home straight from yeah. breakfast to go get it. G and T with cracked pepper and yeah. cucumber. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I honestly love that story because it's just like, oh my god, stars aligned. We're meant to be together. <laughs> this is great. We're gonna have a great night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Um, so I'm very interested to hear what you have to say about this. But um, how did you guys find planning your wedding with a little one on board? Because it obviously, I mean, Ed and I know it changes the mm-hmm. it changes the planning big time. So mm-hmm. how did you go Definitely. navigating that? I mean, well, in the planning process, I was so lucky to have you loose because you got it. The amount of times we said, oh, we can't talk now because, you know, <laughs> Bob's sleeping or so at least, you know, I had, I, you know, my vendors knew that I had, you know, a baby and that I wasn't able to be, you know, at the computer or having calls um, 24-7. So that was, that was one part of it. But I guess like on the day, I really had to just like, one, just relinquish control. Like I had to really tell myself, you know, her naps aren't going to be perfect. And like at one point Gus was trying to pick the ceremony time around her naps and I was like, <laughs> no, like it's our day. Like, yeah. you know, we've just got to go with the flow. If she has a meltdown, she has a meltdown. Um, but, yeah, we were we were kind of just winging it in that sense on the day. And funnily enough, um, I didn't have the day with the morning with Matilda because I'd didn't want to have to, you know, I just wanted to get ready with my girlfriends and didn't want to have to deal with the stress of if she missed her nap. And finally enough, Gus was driving around Golgong, which is like an hour from Mudgee, trying to get her to sleep the morning of our wedding. (laughs) (laughs) And no one told me, thank God. But yeah, that was just a part of like going with the flow. And I think our guests, like if we had have had our wedding when we originally had our wedding, I think there would have been probably one person with the baby and then since it was postponed, I think there was about 20 babies that were um, around. But so it made it easy. Guests like knew, you know, what our day was going to look like and that yep. there was going to be little ones around. But everyone was very well behaved and Matilda only got up once in the ceremony and wanted her dad and that's very normal. Um, it made for so a very cute photo too. It did. It yeah. did make a very cute photo. I told her, I said, you know, Lucy's going to be there with the camera. You're just going to walk up. <laughs> to dad (laughs) at this point in the ceremony (laughs) yeah exactly but I think if you've got a little one and you've got a wedding day like you as a mum you're you're going to you know stress especially if she's you know he or she's got a good routine but it's the one day you've just got to go with the flow and I think if you can kind of if you're the bride um have you know someone else on hand whether that's mum mum-in-law or um you know even husband like my yeah Gus had Matilda in the morning yeah. Just mm. to give you a bit of a stress-free morning um, so you feel special and you feel, you know, like you're not just a mum but you're a bride today. But, yeah, you just got to go with the flow with little ones because, uh, as I say, it's their lives and, you know, we're just living in it. So yeah. uh, That's uh, such – it's really well put, Grace. Yeah. And looking yeah. back, I mean, how special is it to have your little one yeah. at your day? Like those 
those photos and those memories that you've made, yeah. she'll be able to look back at that when she's grown up. It's just so special. Yeah. Yeah. Gus often says, oh, other kids are going to be jealous. And I was like, I'm sure they'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. It's funny I because I, Ed and I often talk about this is, you know, as parents, I think we're so, we get so concerned that we're going to throw the kids off but really yes. I think the kids are fine they'll adapt yes. and it's it's us that need to learn how to just take a breath and go exactly what you said that day is about you guys yeah don't plan the hours around your baby just have the extra hands to help you through it and you'll get there yeah exactly and that's the thing like just being able to like adapt they're such resilient little things they and sure I'm, are. I feel exactly the same as you I'm like oh my gosh I'm stuffing up her day but um she had she had the best day and that point you said about you know making it about us Gus and I had conversations about well I was just more trying to convince Gus you know it's about you and I yeah. um even the fact of like Matilda was going to walk down the aisle right before I walked down but mm. then we changed that and had her walk down with my mum and it was a completely separate um, moment to when I walked down the aisle so that, you know, I had my moment and she had hers um, and it wasn't, you know, intertwined because she would have stolen the show. Oh, yeah, um, they do that. <laughs> yeah, but I was saying to Gus, you know, when you're writing the vows, make sure you remember, you know, it was me and you before her. Yeah, and- that's, oh, my God, that's so true. So, Grace, what were what do you think were the three really important things that mattered to you most on the day and why? Yeah, so when we first like I was saying how we kind of had two plannings of the wedding. When we first planned the wedding, um, when we were engaged and I wasn't pregnant, you know, we we kind of got carried away and invited. I think we had like 140 people plus and, you know, you get really carried away inviting all these people. And then the second time round, I just said to Gus, uh, it's really important that uh, I feel like after you have a child, you really find out who your close friends are and who is there for you in those times. So, I, you know, we narrowed it down. I think we had 102 in the end and it was really, what really mattered to us was having people around us that were really special to us and really close and, and had had an impact on our lives in the last year, becoming new parents and supported us. And, and yeah, looking back, there wasn't one person who I wished, you know, was invited and there wasn't one who I wish wasn't invited. Mm-hmm. So it just worked out so well who the people um, were there that was around us and, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I got around to everyone, and it was such a such a lovely day. Yeah, that's a really good, that there. really good point. Yeah, I feel like hundred yeah. such a good number. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just. Doesn't... And I was worried it would be too small because the venue we'd picked was so big. But it was so it was intimate, even though it was a hundred people. It was still I felt really intimate, and yeah, it was really special. Everyone who was around us. So that was that was really really important. Yeah. Um, and as I was just talking about in the question before it being about Gus and I was really important. It was actually a really quite emotional ceremony. I didn't think Mm. it would get (laughs) that emotional, but, you know, we wrote our own vows and that was, you know, important. Um, I wanted to, you know, write my own words to, um, to Gus and, and yeah, it, because we just had the last year being parents, it was nice for us to, we kind of felt like we put different hats on and, and I, even in the ceremony, 
I wasn't thinking about Matilda like mm. at all. I was just thinking about like Gus, like no one else could have been there. It was just Gus in front of me. And that was like really, like really important and really special um, to us making sure we, we brought it back to being about um, Angus and I um, getting married and not, um, you know, Angus, Matilda and I as a family. And that's why we, we actually had said, you know, no kids at the ceremony, uh, sorry, at the reception. There was a few close um, kids at the um, ceremony, but, we had a few people ask us like, oh, can we bring our kids? And and it was important that we just had a day. Like it was just the reception. I just wanted to Absolutely. You know, party with my husband. And, kids yeah, will be so sleeping anyway. To, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I was like, no, I just want it to be about us. Like Matilda will be there for a little bit, but then it's our, it's our wedding day. So yeah. that was really important, um, important to us as well. And you probably laugh at my third one because it was actually the alcohol. <laughs> no, I get it. We definitely get that. For sure. Oh, yeah. It's it's it was, a big player. Yeah. Like I I just really wanted, you know, the gin and tonics. We had um, friends of ours um, who have a cocktail van in Orange um, called the Fizz Fellas. Like he bought espresso martinis and, you know, we picked all our beautiful red wines and roses and Proseccos. And that was just everyone raved about the alcohol like it was just so good and that was that was really important to me yes. yeah I love no, what you're saying not so much more me. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm with your girlfriend I think the um everything you just said I think they're all really valid and really 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 good pointers so you let's just talk about how fucking stunning your dress was you wore Helen English is that right yeah, yeah. um and a sleeve so how did you how did you decide on this beautiful dress it was a custom dress wasn't it Yes, it yep. was a custom. It was a custom dress. I did the, you know, I went around Paddington to all the boutiques um, with my bridesmaids and tried on um, all these dresses. I think we went to about five boutiques. And how did I you was just, find that? Did you like it? Um, I think you. I think I did it for the experience of yeah. doing it. Yeah. You know, I went to you know Jay and Dredder and tried on you know fifteen thousand dollar dress and was like, oh my gosh, so I love stunning. it. I'll take it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> in another lifetime, I will take that. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, we had the champagne and, you know, you had that. But I didn't find anything which, you know, made me um, – I, I kept trying on dresses being like, oh, I feel like I could just make it better or I like this bit but I don't mm. like that bit. Um, and I don't – I like the, the shape but I don't like the material. And so I did a little bit of research and actually found Helen English and went by myself without any of my bridesmaids because I can easily be swayed. But when I know I want something, like mm. I'm set on it. Mm-hmm. And so I just went in by myself and tried on some dresses and just had a chat to her and showed her some photos. And actually one of your other brides, I think, you know, I drew inspiration from, which is Yasmin White. Mm. Um she had a beautiful long sleeve dress and in the country and so I was kind of basing you know a bit off that um and she was like yep I can do it easy and I think we go with this material because that'll bring up you know for your skin tone and she just she just Stunning. knew what she was doing mm. and the dress evolved as the process went on like I had booked her in you two and a half years before you know ago and I didn't sway from, you know, I knew I wanted the sleeves, but, you know, we added the cuff just by accident because, um, you know, she hadn't tailored it yet and it was hanging down over over my hand. And I said, I actually really like that long, you mm. know, cuff going to my knuckles. I said, can we keep that? And 
And then we added, you know, the little buttons. And so we added things as we went. And so that was a really fun experience because I actually only tried on, you know, the end product, I think a couple, um, probably a month before my wedding day. So I'd I'd never, you know, tried on um, my dress or anything like it before. Um, And I loved it as soon as I put it on. How incredible is that moment? Like when you try on your dress after it's been altered and it's sort of those final weeks before your wedding and you put it on and you're like, can I yeah. wear this every day and then I know, that's can I, I sleep in it? <laughs> it's <laughs> like the I most – I was like, oh, yeah. I'm so sad I only get to wear this once. And yeah. I think as a as a mum, like I had booked her in before I was a mum and, you know, you go through body changes mm. and I wasn't sure if that was what, I, you know, I should be wearing and all of these worries that you – they're silly but just go through your head. Yeah. But she made sure it was – you know, a really lovely experience um, for me. And, yeah, I'm sad I don't get to wear it every day. I'm, yeah. I'm at, I would put it on every day if I could. <laughs> it honestly looks so beautiful, Grace. You just – it looks so, so beautiful on your – your silhouette just looked – it like you could tell that it was – every inch of it was fitted to you and I've heard such amazing things about Helen English um, from a few brides now. Yeah. Um, but it was just so com- like complimenting and um, with your hair as well. I loved how you wore your hair with that high neckline and a sleeve. Yeah. I think it's just a really, you look that sophisticated but still sexy, which is I feel and like a great description. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that bun, you know, like I think brides often they my friends call that slick bun the grace bun because <laughs> I, I just kind of wear it everywhere because I'm one lazy and can't be bothered to you know curl my hair um and so it looks so good people though, had you? said to me <laughs> yeah people had said oh why don't you do something different and I said well why would I if I know yeah that, you know how well I look when I have that hairstyle I'm not about to change it up on my wedding day, I think brides sometimes feel like they have to do something, you know, more spectacular or, you know, because it's their wedding day fancier. But for me, I was like, I just love that slick bun. And so I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do something different and take a risk on my wedding day. Well, big tick. <laughs> the yeah. amount of um, hairstylists and makeup artists we've spoken to, and we've had a few on here that have said, please girls don't do anything outrageous on your yeah. wedding day it's not no. the time to try it <laughs> no no <laughs> well you looked beautiful and so did angus oh thank you i'll make sure i'll let him know <laughs> and you guys got the most beautiful sunny day out in mudgy but did you have anything planned if it did rain yeah it was we look this is such a hard i almost feel guilty for having such a beautiful day because of what's going on at the moment in you know central west new south wales like if it wasn't COVID that these brides had to worry about now it's literally flooding Mm. um and the weekend before um mudgy actually flooded and um our venue was okay but there was other venues in mudgy which were cancelling weddings for a month and so there was a bit of anxiety you know before I was messaging vendors and emailing loose and all people coming from Sydney saying, please be careful on the roads. Um, you know, there's lots of potholes. I'm not sure there was a road landslide. Yeah, closures. And- um, yeah, so I really just had to, I mean, there's nothing you can do about the weather but just 
you know, try not to worry about it. And we had spoken with Sarah about other options. So not doing the ceremony out on the grass because it might be too wet. Um, So moving that to um, an area which had, you know, a gravel lead up. And in my photos, I'm not sure if Luce has any of, you know, where the big poplar trees were you know you could you can walk down there uh, yeah, and yeah, have yeah. the ceremony at the end but for me I was like if I can have the ceremony in a separate area to the reception that's really important to me because I want it to feel separated um but yeah we were just so lucky that the sun came out and dried out the grass and we were able to get married on the grass it was still a bit sludgy but gosh nothing compared to what some you know brides are having to deal with so I don't know if I have any advice for any brides at the moment who may be getting married in this current season it's um yeah I guess just having other options and the weather options and I mean I checked the weather 12 days out and everyone kept telling me stop checking you can't see that far in advance (laughs) so I know brides are gonna do it but try not to look at the weather until like a week ahead. (laughs) In terms of your vendors what did you look for when you were making that selection yeah so I mean Instagram was my probably biggest tool and also word of mouth um, of all my vendors I really wanted to make sure I was looking for vendors who were really 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 good at what they do so I didn't have to micromanage them Um, (laughs) I think that's one thing which is good, a little thing that you can take off, you know, a bride's stress is just picking vendors who you trust to just do what they do best. So I don't have to be, you know, saying, oh, I want you to do this and do that and do this, like put that there and put that type of floral there. Like I just was like, okay, um, my photographer, she knows what she's doing, go for it. My florist, I love these colours, go for it. And on the day it was actually a surprise she did botanical floral in orange I didn't know what florals I was getting I had just told her color schemes and she blew all of my expectations out the window so when I walked down when I was getting dressed and could see her setting up the ceremony I just was like oh my god like how good is that um so I think yeah I looked for um them being very experienced and knowing you know how to run a wedding way better than I do um and also you've got to trust them. Like I think picking up the phone, having a conversation, I had conversations with a couple of different people um, to really make sure that I clicked with them, they were on the same page as me, that I felt like I could trust them Um, because I think people don't place enough um, importance on picking your vendors. Mm. Like if you are going to have a really stress-free, seamless day, you want to have a really good, you know, relationship with them. and I am so grateful that all my vendors um, I, yeah, absolutely had the best relationship with. And in Mudgee, you know, Sarah gave me a, a big list of all the vendors in Mudgee. Um, and there was a few, I definitely used a few in Mudgee, but I knew I wanted Luce, you know, to come down from Sydney and I knew I wanted this orange florist. And um, so it is an added, if you are planning a wedding in, you know, the country, it is a bit of an added cost for travel but for me it was just more important that I had someone who I really trusted there 
day. Yeah, yeah it's good that yeah. you've put that trust in your vendors because most of them are creatives and yeah. with a gentle bit of direction, they probably will do their best work with their own Definitely. sort of independent skills. And I know for Loose, it's probably the first time you'd seen that venue, right, Loose? It was. So it's good for photographers that have seen the venue with fresh eyes mm. to do things differently rather than yeah. you find a lot of venues people just hit up the same spot time and time and time again yeah um so but yeah. it is up to your vendors to say for instance like i made sure i did a lap of the grounds before i went and went into grace and the girls mm. so i just it's like trusting that yeah you're picking someone who's gonna you know get their bearings and do their groundwork as well especially yeah. um but I think I think for you, Grace, that was a really good point that you said you got to like break down that trust thing and if it means just delving that bit deeper by having those phone calls and mm. doing all of that, I think that's a really, really good way to do it. Yeah. And for me, I obviously had a budget but the the price, like I wasn't shopping around when I looked at all the different vendors, I wasn't comparing prices. I was actually comparing like how I got along with mm, them. That's a good point. It was, um, yeah, like I just felt like I could just n- enjoy my lead up to the wedding and I wasn't on the emails, you know, even with my stationery, I used one mimosa, please. I just said, uh, yep, love it. You're the expert. This is what I kind of like, like just one picture and then go for it. Like, and she, they, they usually, what I found with my vendors, if I gave them creative control, like with a little bit of, yeah, guidance, like on what colour schemes, bit they often yep. did it way 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 better than I could have ever explained to them how to do it so it was um it was like nice for me to get that like oh my gosh that looks so much better than like I would have ever thought um so yeah I I think they I would say to them like I'm paying you the money you're the expert you go knock yourself out (laughs) (laughs) love it yeah good so were there any hiccups on the day and how did you overcome these Oh, we were very lucky in that there was definitely no big hiccups. If there was, Sarah, the manager at Vine Grove, did a very good job of hiding it from me. I think um, I think at one point the scotch went missing and Sarah actually got in the car and drove into town and bought another bottle of scotch for my grandfather and oh. came back. <laughs> I know. That's just the things that Sarah will do out at Vine Grove, those extra little, um, you know, things. So that was one and I think, oh, the – Poor one of our friends, um, Hatters, yeah, who owns the the Fizz Bellas cocktail company, bought his espresso martini machine, um, which means he didn't wouldn't you know the bar staff wouldn't have to shake it behind the bar. But every time he plugged it in, he shorted the entire electrical system in the marquee. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Wait, including the music? Yeah, it was when the speeches were on. Do you remember the microphone and the lights? Oh, yeah, it's oh out. my god! I. I do, vaguely. I do remember yeah. the microphone cutting. So was that that? That was, and I didn't know until after that it was Hatter's trying to plug in the espresso martini machine. And the poor thing, he was a guest at our wedding, was, you know, behind the bar shaking, you know, by hand these, these espresso martinis with the cocktail shaker. But, yeah, oh. that was literally, I think that was the only hiccup. And Gus probably getting in the car to drive Matilda to sleep for like oh, two no. hours before his ceremony. <laughs> That was funny. I remember, I think it was like, I just turned up to the boys and he did seem a bit flustered. I was like, how's your yeah. morning been? He's like, well, I've been driving around trying to get my child to sleep. And I was like, oh dear, I know how that feels. <laughs> yeah. And I knew none of it. So. Yes. I think that was very nice of everyone to sort of keep that, <laughs> keep that on the hush from mama. Well, it's probably yeah, a, a handy point that you raised that about the power 
well because the last yeah. time I was in Mudgee and the only time that I've been to Mudgee to shoot a wedding, the same thing happened. And the oh. it was actually the refrigerators from the caterers tripped oh, trip really? the power. So that was in Mudgee. That was out in Mudgee, right. which was it, I think was the first time that ever had a wedding. It was a private property about ten or fifteen minutes outside of the town. Mm. Um, but yeah, just probably a bit of a note for couples. Mm. Uh, yeah, some of those little things. I suppose yeah. your your like venue should be all over that, or yeah. your coordinator. But just an, yeah. another thing to be to be mindful yeah. of. <laughs> And to be honest, poor Sarah probably didn't think, you know, we were plugging in an espresso martini machine. Um, but, yeah, we sure. made for a funny story. I'm sure everyone was very happy with the um, the outcome of that anyway, yeah. though. The yeah. espresso is delicious. <laughs> so is there anything that you regret or you and Gus wish you'd done differently in regards to your wedding day? I actually asked Gus this question last night and I think we're going to be one of those annoying couples that say no (laughs) one that's so good grace I don't know I keep saying to everyone I know I'm biased but it was the best day ever Mm. like uh, just nothing everything went to plan all of our friends that were there like I said there was no one which I said oh I wish I had have invited that person or I wish I didn't invite that person like it was just the best group of people, the best fun. I had the best vendors. I wouldn't change any of them. I, if I got married tomorrow, I'd do the same thing all over again. Mm. Yeah, and so having good. Matilda there, just, you know, the it was just the best. So good. Literally That's nothing. great. That's amazing. That's what we <laughs> want to hear. I probably wouldn't have stressed so much in the lead up. Like, yeah, you isn't know. it? It's funny to think that now, isn't it? It's, yeah, yeah. looking back at it. But how, how do you not? It's the biggest day of your life. Exactly. You know, it's we're only yeah. human. Anticipation yeah. slash stress. It's like it's yeah. the yeah. same. <laughs> yeah, it's human And I just wish it went a bit slower. Like, I know. It's sad, We had it? an early ceremony, so which is we did have it at 2 p.m. because I wanted to prolong it as much as possible mm. the day. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I just woke up in the morning and was like, I want to do that all over again. Mm. Like, I just want to relive it again. Yeah. It was the best. Well, you said that at the start of the episode and a good reason why you had it away was that you can enjoy yeah. the weekend because yeah. Luce and I bang yeah. on about it all the time. But, yeah, weddings go so quick and if you can extend yeah. it out over do a it. weekend, yeah, yeah, definitely do it. Yeah. yeah. And when they came back the next day, you know, we had it back out at Vine Grove. We just, you know, had bacon egg rolls and got a coffee van and I was able to, see people actually catch up with people I feel like on the night you as a bride are getting pulled in so many different directions and you you know maybe can't sit down and actually catch up with someone but the next day I was like oh I made it you know I really wanted to sit down and have a chat and see how that person was and so that was really good too having the opportunity to come back the next day um, and see everyone yeah beautiful and lastly what advice would you give to future couples looking to plan their wedding yeah, I'd probably bring it back to the vendors thing. Like just choose ones who you are 110% sure about and Instagram's a great tool to go through because it's the best way you can see um, people's work. Like I found Luce through, yeah, seeing Yasmin White's wedding and just thought, oh, my gosh, like I have to have her. <laughs> and I saw, um, you know, yeah, my florist and I was like saw her doing works in orange going, I have to have her. And, and so I think – um, a way, yeah, that you can stress less um, would be choosing yeah, people who you 110% trust. And maybe it's a personality thing, but relinquishing a little bit of control to just let them do what they're best at. Like they do this every weekend. You only do this once. Like they'll probably have way better ideas 
that you can collaborate with or, you know, just kind of let them have a little bit of free range because then also you get a surprise as well when your day comes around. Because also I said to Gus, um, I said, oh, you're probably going to rock up and think this is the best thing ever because you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> um, you know, because as a bride, you know every single little detail. And I think some of those moments are so special in a wedding where like, you rock up and it's these surprises which pop up which make it like a really good day so for a bride sometimes you can and because you know everything that's happening if something goes wrong you're actually the only person who realizes it so if you can kind of relinquish a bit of control to people so you get a bit of a surprise on your wedding day and what's going on whether that's the florals or you know something else I think that's I think that could be quite fun yeah I agree that's a great way to finish I will say also I found out on the night that you're a Leo and I was like oh I'm an Aquarius. She's a Leo. My best friend's a Leo. No wonder I, we work well together. <laughs> I was like, I, when I met you, Lisa, I was like, well, we had spoken. So yeah. We had like a little online online relationship for the last two and a half years. Yep. I was like, I think this girl and I would actually be best friends. <laughs> yeah, and well, that's what you want from your vendor. Yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> true. And it's going back to what you said earlier about, you know, it's like, while you have your budget, if you don't connect with someone, it's it's yeah. going to be a super, super difficult thing on the day. So yeah. if you can kind of just like pad out that relationship and just kind of nut out if you're if you're compatible, I guess it's like yeah. if, if yep. that's going to be the Bring way it is. Bring up star charts. Yep. <laughs> going in astrology reading. Oh, and my gosh. <laughs> you too. That's it. That's it. Best friends. <laughs> yeah, won't work. <laughs> But, um, yeah, some amazing pointers on there, Grace. You honestly, thank you so much for your time. I know it's precious, especially with a little one. And you've got to, there's only, you know, you only get a two-hour block in the yeah. middle of the day. It's probably wake-up so. time it's my favourite so. two-hour block. Oh, yeah, and we've hijacked it. So thank you so no. much. <laughs> thank you so much for having me on here. And, um, yeah, it was just the best day ever. And I think, Luce, you, your photos, I just couldn't have yeah ask for a better better photographer to look mm. back on those in I'll look back you know when I'm 70 and show my kids you know how good I looked and that's all for you <laughs> all right lovely we'll let you go thank you so much again and um I'll chat to you soon thanks so much guys thanks, thanks Grace. Grace see ya bye, bye. bye.